on today's episode of the Lightning Round Podcast. Dan takes a look at what every member of the U.S. Olympic hockey team from the 1980 Miracle on Ice team is doing these days. We all know what they did back in 1980 when they beat the Soviets and Finland to win the gold medal. What are they doing now? Let's find out. All right, let's do it. Welcome back to the Lightning Round Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm joined by Al. It's Sports Monday. Al, things are about to get controversial. Um, We are known as Minnesota's only anti-hockey sports podcast. That is correct, right? That's correct. Okay. I have a proposition. Can we make exceptions for things that relate to the Miracle on Ice or Mighty Ducks? Yay. It's your topic. You can do whatever you want. Are we going to have problems if I talk about one of those two topics on Sports Monday? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't see why not. It's season two. The rules. We're rewriting them. We're throwing them out. Okay. I do want to point out though that we are still like an anti-hockey podcast, but today's subject is going to be the miracle on ice. I found out something absolutely insane yesterday, Al. Um, I found out that Margie Freed, you know, a former guest on this very podcast, yes, who lives, well, doesn't live in Apple Valley, but her parents live in Apple Valley. Sure. They have a nice house here. Her neighbor is Eric Strobel. What? <laughs> now... For those of you rookies who don't know anything about sports or hockey, uh, Eric Strobel was a member of the 1980s USA gold medal team that was also known for pulling off the miracle on ice. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that was not the reaction I was hoping for, but yeah, no, I was just I was agreeing with what he was known for, uh, like, but you wanted me to react more to. To him being the Freed's neighbors. Yeah, just a casual resident of Apple yeah. Valley, Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, there's heroes all around us, Dan. Just down the street from uh, from where I live right now is old good old Tony Oliva, uh, batting champion in his own right with the Minnesota Twins, Rookie of the Year, etc. So, yeah, lots of famous athletes around, around these parts. So that had me thinking, Al. Yeah, yeah. What did have you thinking about? What are these guys up to nowadays you know it's been 40 years since the miracle on on ice these were amateur athletes at the time you know they were college players some of them most of them maybe half of them didn't even end up going pro in hockey so what did they end up doing with their life because like i said one of them just lives in apple valley minnesota and coaches youth hockey you know So I decided to dive deep and figure out what each member of that U.S. gold medal winning team is currently doing with their life and what they've been up to since that miracle on ice. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a that's an interesting way to do things. I'm excited to hear. Would you have a better way of doing them for this topic or no? No, not that I could think of. Okay. (laughs) If you did, (laughs) I'm open to hearing them. You know, we can shift things up. Um, but all right, 
we'll start. You know, we'll go down the list. All right. First up, Mike Ruzioni. You know him from the movie Miracle. Um, but that's based off of a real story, the Miracle on Ice. And he was a member of that team. Scored the game. Yeah. Have you watched the movie Miracle on Ice? Uh, yes, many, many times. Many okay. times. Miracle, great movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, okay. Brings a tear to my eye every time I watch it. How many times have you watched it, if you had to guess? Four. Four. Maybe five. Five. Interesting. I have yeah. not seen it. Oh, it's a great movie. You got to watch. You okay. got to watch. You'll love it. Um, yeah, there's just this one scene. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to tell you anything about it. But okay, there's this one scene that's like really great, and it will bring a tear to everyone's eye. All right. But Mike Ruzioni, like I said, don't want to spoil the movie, but I'm just going to talk about what happened in real life instead. Um, you know, the movie doesn't account for everything that happened. So Michael Ruzioni, he scored that game-winning goal against the Soviets. Um, that solidified the miracle. So after um, after his time on the U.S. Olympic team, he became a hockey commentator for right. ABC Sports, covering yep. subsequent Olympics, as well as a commentator for the New York Rangers and New Jersey Devils. Yeah. That makes Could sense. you imagine? such a career path for an Olympic hockey player. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stands to reason. I but accept, now, I accept yeah. that. I, yeah, I'm still skeptical, but I will also <laughs> accept it. Um, he is currently the director of program outreach at his alma mater, Boston university, the fighting Andrew Stearns. Wow. Wow. All right. Another member of the team, Ken Morrow. All right, he had the most successful career as a professional player following the Olympics. So right after winning gold, he joined the New York Islanders where he was part in another well-known sports beat, winning the first of the team's four consecutive Stanley Cups. He remains the first and only player to ever win a gold medal and Stanley Cup in the same year. Wow. He currently works as the director of scouting for the Islanders. Al, your thoughts on Mr. Morrow? That's super impressive. That's so much hockey. Yeah. Uh, like his body must be pretty incredible to play that much. Ho- that that's like one of the most physically demanding sports to play. Um, no, I'll, I'll remember what kind of podcast we are. I know, I've, but that doesn't mean we can't give kudos and acknowledge it. Like we don't have to be interested by it to acknowledge like the physical demands and toll of the sport. Gonna have to talk off air about this. I'm not sure if we're allowed to give hockey any credit um, as a podcast. I don't know if that's what our listeners want, but okay, fine. But yeah, that's a lot of hockey. Well, that that we will give them. Okay, it's it's hard to argue against it. Hockey is a physically demanding sport. He's a beast. Yeah, yeah. I would be more interested, however, if you know he went on to win that Stanley Cup and won that gold medal, but he won the gold medal in a completely different sport. Yeah. Imagine yeah, that. that. Imagine if you won a gold medal in curling and then came back to the U.S. Well, I guess the Olympics were in the U.S. that year. But then came back <laughs> and won a Stanley Cup for the New York Islanders. Yeah. Talk to us then. Otherwise, we're not impressed. All right, Al. Next up. Yep. Your great uncle, Bill Baker. Yeah. Uncle Bill, what's up? So, Uncle Bill, um, he played 
professional for just a few years after the Olympics. Yep. But then he retired. And Al, I mean, you can tell it better than anyone. What did he go on to do? This is going to be shocking. Uh, yeah, so he ended up playing uh, in some professional foosball tournaments with my other uncle, Uncle Don, uh, who we mentioned on a previous podcast episode yep. uh, in Las Vegas for many years to come. So, you know, they're they're good bros. They were sporting those like, you know, old school handle brow, handlebar. What was it called? Handlebar mustaches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big and bushy. But yeah. No, he did a, have one of those handlebar there. mustaches, though. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. You this is this is actually your uncle? Yes. Oh, okay. Have I not told you this? Uh, That's why I wasn't have... too impressed by like this guy being like the Freeds' neighbor. It's like, yeah, well, one of my uncles was on the team. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I never put two and two together. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but he also mm-hmm. uh in his free time away from being a professional foosballer, yeah. he became an oral surgeon. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, that was just like a hobby. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, that's what he ended up doing. And his jersey is now on display inside the Smithsonian. Fun fact. Um, all right, next up, Jack O'Callaghan. Yeah, so he played uh, professionally for several teams, including the Chicago Blackhawks and the New Jersey Devils. He retired from hockey in 1989 and works in finance. How exciting, Al. What do you feel about that hockey to finance, you know, career pathway that many hockey players take? It's a pipeline, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It goes uh, right from Minnesota high school hockey to Wall Street. That's, (laughs) That's something we all know. All right. Jim Craig, the goalie. hey So he played professionally until 1984 as well. A lot of, yeah, I don't know. They all just came, played four years of pro hockey and moved on. But now he is a motivational speaker and the president of his company, Gold Medal Strategies. Al, where do you think he got that name for his company? Uh, well, you know, everybody, everybody's chasing the gold standard, right? You know, for so long, currency was was backed by something we all desired. And, you know, so it makes sense that when you're starting a company, you want it to be associated with something as prestigious and as desirable as as uh as nature's true currency the gold medal (sighs) yeah i don't know i don't know i'm sure you're right i'm sure there was no other connection there um next up the backup goalie steve janizek janazek you know how to say it. You all know how to say it. I'm just messing around. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he was the backup. He never played in any games, but he was part of the roster. And now, Al, he works in finance. Whoa. Back to that pipeline we were talking about. Yes, sir. All right, next up, mm. defenseman Mike Ramsey. He ended up playing professional hockey and was a four-time NHL All-Star. All right, after that, he became an assistant coach with the Buffalo Sabres and then later the Minnesota wild another Minnesota guy Al what do you think well we got it we got to root on our, our local boys uh I think more Minnesotans uh have played for the U.S. Olympic Olympic hockey team than than any other state so um how about that so oh. that is true Hannah you know what to do if you are yeah. listening <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure that's true 
I'm pretty that, sure. I mean, that would make sense. Watching that one movie, knowing that one Olympic roster. Yeah. Um, I would have to agree with you. All right. Next up, David Silk. He was a right winger, as everybody knows. So he ended up becoming an assistant coach at Boston University's men's hockey team for a little bit. Um, but then he just went into investment banking. Once again, the finance pipeline just continues to roll over with this U.S. men's team from 1980. All right. But Neil Broton, he kind of took a different approach, Al. Mm. So he played in the NHL for 17 seasons, but then he became a horse farm operator. You know, what's up with that? Well, horse semen is um, really not a, a precious mineral. What am I looking for? It's like a people pay top dollar to, to, to breed uh, horses. So if he got into that business, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Fall from grace for Neil. Um I don't know. That that might be a a come up for him. Maybe, maybe. We'll have to we'll get him on the pod. We'll ask. I like that. All right, next up, Mark Johnson. Um played professional hockey in the NHL and then later in Italy and Austria before retiring in 1992. He captured another Olympic medal, Al, in mm-hmm. 2010. He made his comeback. Oh, wait. No, that's not true. He coached the U.S. women's hockey team to a silver medal, and he currently coaches the University of Wisconsin women's hockey team. You know, when you mentioned Mark Johnson, couldn't help but think of America's sweetheart, Mark Johnson, the news anchor in Boise, Idaho. Um Yep. So that's who I thought it was at first, but you informed me it wasn't. Yeah, no, there's a few of them out there. That was Mark Johnson's, you know, just a handful. Not too common of a name. Nope. (laughs) And speaking of common names, Steve Kristoff played in the NHL until 1984. Once again, we've seen that theme before, four years in the NHL after the Olympics, and then he's done. But then he became a pilot, Al. For Endeavor Air, a subsidiary of Delta. Okay, so do you think his proudest, where he was flying the most high, was it as a pilot or was it carrying that underdog US team to a gold medal? Mm. Gold medal. Hmm. All right, I agree. Um, let's talk about Mark Wells. He was a yes. center, and he's kind of a schmuck, all right? Um, oh, wait. I just actually read a part that's kind of I, – I take that back. Um, he, had some, he had some medical stuff that maybe forced him into a bit of a money straggle. Wow. Uh, so, but, yeah, this is essentially what was written about him aside from that. We don't have to get into that. In 1995, he auctioned off his gold medal to a private collector for $40,000. So maybe he needed that money. Yeah. I don't want to call him a schmuck anymore now that I read some circumstances. I thought maybe he was just going for a money grab, but that's not it. Um, but then in 2010, it w- went up for auction again, selling for more than $300,000. You hate to see it. That's kind of like, uh, didn't OJ auction off his Heisman trophy? OJ may have killed a man. Yeah, but like the greater sin was the Heisman trophy auction. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but probably. OJ seems like one of those guys, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about center, Mark Pavlich. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ended up oh he, he ended up playing for the New York Rangers following the Olympics, but then he retired from hockey in nineteen ninety two and became a land developer in Minnesota. In 2014, he auctioned off his medal for $262,900 to give his daughter some financial security. What a great dad, Mark. wonder what kind of uh, land he developed. Um, how much would you pay Eastern to have Oswald. an Olympic gold medal? $262,901. No, $899. So this, this selling price was just a little bit too much. A little bit out of my budget. You'd pay you'd pay eight ninety nine to have an Olympic gold medal. No, two hundred sixty two thousand eight hundred and ninety nine. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. But this one was for two hundred sixty two thousand nine hundred dollars, so it was out of my budget. Yeah, no, my I hands see. were tied. My I hands see. were tied. Yeah. We could have become co co owners <laughs> if you were willing to pitch a dollar. Fifty <laughs> fifty split right there. All right, next up, Apple Valley's very own Eric Strobel. We talked about him to begin the podcast. He had a short-lived professional career, um, and then he became a sales executive, but then he retired, and now he's a part owner of a golf club and also coaches youth hockey as part of the Eastview Athletic Association. Shout out to Eric. How did you find this information out from Marky? She just said her neighbor is played for the miracle on ice team what prompted her to say that like were you guys was it just out of the blue or did she just all of us or were you was was there some discussion point i don't think there i don't know i don't know al as you know my memory isn't the best (laughs) this is just simply the one thing that i kind of picked out and it just stuck in my brain and that's yeah well i thought about for since since then, you know, I've been thinking about this for hours. Yeah. Um, all right. Only a few guys left, I believe. Yeah. All right. Next up, Bob Suter. All right. He operated a sporting goods store in Wisconsin. Pretty cool. Um, Is his son Brent? Brent Suter? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to give that a hard maybe. Okay. Well, just because he's operating in Wisconsin and Brent Suter pitches for the milwaukee brewers so i was mm-hmm. like ooh, ooh, ooh. that all makes sense that all makes sense i'm gonna i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say okay. yes all right cool connection either a son or a nephew or something all right next up dave christian 16 years pro hockey now works for a residual glass manufacturer in minnesota glass is cool yeah all right rob mcclanahan he went to the New York Rangers, but then ended his pro hockey career in 1984. The trend continues. He is currently the managing director and head of institutional trading at Think Equity Partners in Minnesota. A lot of Minnesota guys here. There are. All right. Next up, Buzz Schneider. Played professional hockey in Switzerland, and now he's a real estate broker in... Minnesota. Yeah. Next up, Phil Verchata. Phil Verchata? Um, Phil Verchata. Oh, Phil Verchata. Phil Verchata. 
It's like horchata, but then you add a little bit of like pineapple. You add a little fill. <laughs> and you get a fill horchata. Um, played pro hockey in Finland, retired in 84. And now he's the senior vice president of First American Bank in North Dakota, Minnesota. Wow. So you say he played in Finland? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised they welcomed him in there because the U.S. beat Finland in 1980 to win the gold medal. A lot of people thought the game against the Soviets was for the championship. It wasn't. They had to beat Finland, too. So that's kind of surprising that he that he went there. Well, yeah. He retired four years later, so it tells you that maybe, you know, it wasn't it wasn't meant for him out there. But you got to think he's, he's brave for even trying. All right, last guy on here, John Harrington, played minor league hockey and was also on the 1984 Olympic team. Um, then he later became a scout for the Colorado Avalanche. And then since 2015, I said Avalanche, weird. <laughs> <laughs> since 2015, he has been the head coach of women's hockey for... Boston University. Minnesota State University. At Mankato? Yes. Nice. Nice. So this, this was a good rundown. Yeah. What did you learn? What were what were your most surprising and least surprising uh career paths for these players? Uh surprising oral surgeon, least surprising land. Your uncle's career path was the most <laughs> surprising. <laughs> He talked about the foosball. He didn't talk about <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, the the oral surgery. Um, Dan, uh, this this was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as we're talking about hockey, I do have a hockey question for you. Do you know? Do you know how the NHL realigned their divisions this year? Do you know how they renamed them? Please tell me it's legends and leaders. No, 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 no. It's even better. They're all sponsored now so i want there's there's four divisions i want you to tell me which one is your favorite okay is it the mass mutual east division Mm -hmm. the discover central division the honda west division or the scotia north division scotia scotia Scotia. uh (laughs) what's scotia Like it's a it's a bank, but it's okay. also like I think it's it's a Canadian bank named after the Nova Scotian Nova region. Sure, yeah. makes sense. Maybe makes sense. Scoda. Uh, um, I'd like to discover the central region. Yeah, which That's uh, funny. which division do our hometown Minnesota Wild play in? Probably the Discover Central. Wrong. Guess again. The uh, Scotia North. Wrong. Guess again. The Honda West. Honda West. You're right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We are a Western team, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, Minnesota Wild, I think, is the best hockey name that there is. That's like one of the best professional sports team names overall, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just out there. Minnesota Wild. Like, that doesn't really mean anything. Like, it's just the Wild as a whole. That's pretty cool. The Buffalo Sabres. 
That's Dan's pick to click. All right, uh, <laughs> Dan. What anything? about the Nashville Predators, Al? That's a... <laughs> how do we feel about the Predators in Nashville? We'll have to get uh, our own Predator who spent time in Nashville, Jay Schaffenauer, on the phone. We'll get our fellow Predator, yeah. Predatites, Predatites, Rishab and Jay, on yeah. very soon. Yeah, there are interesting. Hockey, maybe the Tampa Bay Lightning want to sponsor this podcast. I don't mm. know. Mm-hmm. We're looking at you. Name, insert player name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Dan, anything else hockey related or otherwise that you wanted to touch on this Sports Monday? Just keep watching sports, guys. It's good for you. And play sports. Get out there. Who cares if you lose to an eighth grader in basketball? Shouldn't stop you from playing sports. Shout out to Will. Hope we see you again soon. Yeah, I think we can end the podcast just shouting out Will. Until then. Peace. Peace.